Hello, I'm Deborah Scales, an Employment Law Associate with Clark's Legal, and this is a bite-sized podcast on the implications of Brexit on employment law. As I'm recording this on Sunday the 13th of December 2020, no trade deal has yet been confirmed between the UK and the EU. The transition period, where the UK continues to follow EU law, is due to end just before midnight on New Year's Eve 2020. As far as UK employment law is concerned, we are very unlikely to see any immediate impact whether the transition period ends with or without a trade deal. EU employment law is so tightly woven into our national employment law, it's hard to envisage how it could be significantly changed, even in the medium term much will depend on political will. This podcast is therefore about reassuring employers that it is extremely unlikely they will need to take any emergency measures in respect of employment law in the new year and to suggest some things to watch out for in the future. First though, employers should be encouraging their workers from the EU to apply for the EU Settlement Scheme if they haven't done so already. The deadline for applying under the EU Settlement Scheme ends on the 30th of June 2021. Applications are also now open for frontier worker permits. This will be relevant to EU workers who work in the UK but whose primary residence remains in Europe. Our immigration team can assist with your business immigration queries. Back now to employment law and three key points to note. First, after the transition period ends, the UK will no longer be required to transpose new EU law into domestic legislation. Second, European Court of Justice decisions made after the end of the transition period will no longer be binding on the UK, although they can be taken into account if relevant. And three, the UK's Supreme Court won't have to follow European Court decisions made before the end of the transition period. And now here are the top six predictions from UK employment lawyers across the profession. First, discrimination law. The government could repeal the Equality Act 2010, but it would be very controversial to do so. And how many businesses would want to say it's permissible to discriminate against workers because of a protected characteristic? But we could find a cap being added to discrimination compensation awards. This would be popular with businesses if they believed it would deter false or weak discrimination claims being submitted mainly to get around the statutory cap on unfair dismissal compensation. Number two, family-related leave and pay. UK maternity leave and pay is already more generous than the EU's. Shared parental leave and the right to request flexible working is also UK in origin, but considered by many businesses to be a burden. The take-up of shared parental leave is also low in any case. I mentioned that the UK won't have to implement new EU laws. One example is the EU's Work-Life Balance Directive aimed at supporting a better work-life balance for parents and carers 
and encouraging more equal share of parental leave between men and women. EU member states must adopt this international legislation by July 2022, but this won't apply to the UK as the transition period will have ended by then, or at least we assume it will. Whether there will be political appetite to repeal or water down our current shared parental leave and flexible working rights is yet to be seen. Number three, transfer of undertakings. It might be made easier to harmonise terms following the Tupi transfer in ways which are currently not permitted under EU law. Number four, holiday and working time. It seems unlikely that any of the current rights to paid holiday and rest breaks under the working time regulations could be repealed as it would be hugely unpopular. However, there have been recent European court decisions that have proved problematic for many businesses. These include employees accruing holiday whilst on sick leave and holiday pay being based on all aspects of remuneration, not just basic pay. These decisions could be overturned by the UK Supreme Court or even some lower courts if the government gives them that power. Number five, collective redundancy consultations. The maximum time limit for starting collective redundancies for 100 plus employees was reduced to 45 days in 2013. We don't know whether it will be watered down in future. And number six, data protection. The UK GDPR is replacing the existing GDPR on the 31st of December 2020. The current GDPR will then be known as the EU GDPR. However, it's almost certain that all main principles, obligations and rights will remain in place as the government will want to ensure a free flow of data across the European Union. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to contact me or one of my colleagues in the employment or immigration teams on 0118 958 5321 or email at contact at For further guidance and update on Brexit, please visit Clark's Legal's Brexit page at www.clarkslegal.com slash Brexit.